on New Twist Radio and Simcast, first time live, all the way live on NewTwistRadio.com, so you can check that out. Uh, hit us up, 215-383-3992 is the number to call to join in on the discussion that we are having, discussions, plural, that we are having today. I hope you're enjoying your Saturday so far. It has been a cold, snowy couple of days, I guess, here in the city of Philadelphia, um, in the Tri-State area. Some of the snow is melted, so, you know, it's still a little wet and dreary outside, but needless to say, we are here to entertain you, to inform you, to educate you, to agitate you, do all the things that we do here on Intelligent Ignorance. And without further ado, I want to bring in my co-host for the day, for every day, you know, every show, um, my man, the, uh, the, the the star of the show, my man, Art. What's going on, man? Man, Jay, man, it's, it's another beautiful day out here, even though it's 30-some degrees. I, I'm excited to be back again for another episode of Intelligent Ignorance. We uh, we ready to have some fun today, man. We got we got a, a nice little lineup. We got Logan Jenkins with us, uh, writer and creator of an upcoming short film, Ride or Die. And uh, he is also the host of Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins, show online right now on uh, Facebook. So definitely looking forward to talking to him. And man, talking about some of these things that have gone on over the last week, week and a half that we didn't get to touch on. Uh, I know you and I have chatted this week about some things happening all over the place. Uh, some interesting things, some fun things, some uh, not so fun things. But I'm excited to talk about it. See what you think about it. See what the people think about it, man. Absolutely. And like I said, two one five three eight three three nine nine two is the number to call. To talk about some of the st- some of the things that we're going to talk about today, let me let me just um, let me let me just do a prequel of some of the things we're going to talk today. Outside of, of talking to our to our esteemed guest, uh, Mr. Logan Jenkins, um, we'll be talking about Joel Embiid, but we're not going to be talking about basketball. Okay, Joel Embiid, uh, the center, All Star center for the Philadelphia 76ers, posted recently a a, a picture of him and. You know, I guess it's his girlfriend or whoever he's involved with, um, and and the criticism that he was uh, basically criticism he caught for for who his girlfriend is, who this who this woman is. Um, another thing that we're going to talk about today is Pam Northam. Uh, she brings more controversy to the Northam family by bringing cotton to black students during a tour of the governor's mansion and telling them, "Imagine being slaves." Interesting stuff there. Okay, if you don't know Pam Northam, and Pam Northam is the wife, first lady of Virginia, the wife of Ralph Northam, the governor of Virginia, who was recently caught up in a whole thing, a whole controversy about him previously wearing blackface. And, uh, you know, sticking with the whole thing, we've been, seems like we've been talking about R. Kelly almost all year long, or that. We will talk about R. Kelly being arrested and what not able to post bail. So who posted bail for him? A female friend. A female friend. Restaurant owner in Chicago. We will talk about that coming up here. But without further ado, I do want to bring in, you want to introduce him, R. Dot? Oh, man. Yeah, let me introduce him. And I know I said a little bit about it. Uh, He also made me one of the co-stars of his upcoming short film, Ride or Die. Uh, he is the writer and creator of Ride or Die. 
the host of Late Nights in the, at the studio with Logan. Uh, if you guys have not checked it out on Facebook, and I'll let him talk about where he where you can catch it at. But I want to introduce no other than the writer, the creator, the mastermind, the funny man, Logan Jenkins. Hey, what's going on? What up? What up? What up? What's happening, everybody? Man, welcome to the show, Logan. I, I'm so happy we can have you with us today. Uh, it's it's so much to talk about, but we definitely want to talk to you about what you got going on. Uh, and I know Jay is excited to dig in. Uh, this is the first time you guys have got to meet, so we definitely got a whole lot to cover today. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, let me say this, man. Thank you for having me on. Um, I love what y'all are doing, you know what I'm saying, and and, and just bringing that, that realness, that rawness to – and also spreading the news, man, because, you know, there's some stuff – you know, we all busy. We all got our own lives and everything, and, you know, we can't really sit down and watch the news. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm leaning on you guys to, 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 to give me the good information, so. Well, that's definitely something to be that, here, man. You know, we try to do, we, we intend to do here on Intelligent Ignorance. Um, 215-383-3992 is the number to call to join in on the conversation today. And we welcome all conversations. And once you call, of course, press the number one button and let us know that you actually want to talk to us. And, you know, we'll, 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 we'll be nice and we, we, we will <laughs> converse with you. We will conversate. You know, conversate is actually a word now. You know that, right? Conversate. No, no, it's not a real word. It's not. It's not, no, it's, it's not a it, word, it, bro. It's actually a word now. It's in the old English dictionary, so it's considered a word. Who's just, uh, who, who's? When when the word has been placed in the old English dictionary or Oxford English dictionary, excuse me, um, it is considered part of the language. Just a, just uh, okay. A, right, English well. major. English major here. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to so, say, uh, uh, there's only one old English that I recognize, <laughs> and that's the, that's the Ford. It, it, I believe it's quite tasty. I'm just throwing it out there. I believe it. One more time, the number 215-383-3992. And, of course, press the number one if you want to get through and listen. I'm sorry, if you want to get through and talk to us uh, about the topics we're discussing today. But without further ado, let's talk to Mr. Logan Jenkins. And uh, we're going to talk about the things that he's got going on, the late night with Logan and, and all like that. Um, once again, welcome, Mr. Jenkins. Hey, man. And again, man, thank you for having me. I, I uh, you know, late night at the studio, I'll be honest with you, man. I grew up um, one, of them, one of them nerds that just always wanted to talk show. And to be completely honest with you, you know, me growing up in Delaware, and and joining the military at 18 and being able to travel the world, you know, really just made me appreciate Delaware a whole lot more, man, because I think Delaware is one of them places that has so much talent and has so much interesting facts. If you want to be a nerd, if you want to be in business, if you want to be an athlete, if it just if just anything, you know, singer, dancer, actor, writer, if you want to do any of that stuff, Delaware has it, but don't nobody know about it. So instead of me being, you know, the square and not doing anything about it, I decided to just create my own talk show. So late night at the studio with Logan Jenkins. Um, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube, um, all under that name, late night at the studio with Logan Jenkins. And um, we really just, you know, we, the whole, the whole, the whole point of the show, the whole breakdown, we want to showcase talent. Um, me myself, you know, if anybody knows me, they know I like to act fool. 
So <laughs> you see a whole lot of me acting a fool while helping, you know, people in Delaware in the tri-state area and anybody else who really wants to get on, um, showcase their talent. Um, so this next season we come, we got coming up, it'll be, it'll be, uh, airing in the summer. Um, you know, with, where we got more skits and, you know, all, all sorts of characters and Buck the trucker. And, uh, we're going to have, uh, <laughs> my boy Isaiah boom, you know, so if you, if you've seen any of my work in the past, all these characters, they're all coming back and they're going to be on the show. So it's, it's going to be real entertaining. Um, Man, we we can't. I, I just want to say real quick. I'm sorry. I just want to say real quick. Um, you know, I I don't consider myself a nerd because I don't know exactly what nerds are considered these days. There's so many, like you know, when we were growing up, nerds has a whole different connotation than it does now. But absolutely, I say I've always wanted my own talk show as well. Always growing up, and uh, I don't know if that makes me a nerd or not. But I don't think that makes you a nerd. <laughs> I'm not sure. Hey, hey, man, I'll be honest with you. So I, I went to Conquer High School, and we had these shirts for, you know, school spirit and everything, and it said Conquer Nerds. Sorry. Say, oh, Conquered. Okay, Conquered. Okay. Yeah, Conquered. Yeah. And um, Conquer High School, and, and we had these shirts that would say Conquer Nerds. And, you know, back when we was coming up, you know what I'm saying? I'm older now, but, you know, a nerd was a was a dork, a dweeb, you know what I'm saying? Like a little annoying annoying person in class has always, you know, got the answers for some reason, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you would make fun of nerds. But as you grow older, you realize a nerd really is the the smart one, the one that got his stuff in order, the one who, you know, he ain't going to spend his last little bit on – you know, partying at the club, he's going to spend his last, you know, little bit making sure that he's going to be able to eat. He's going to be able to have a roof over his head. So, yeah, no, nah, I don't mind being called a nerd, man. Nerds, where's that? Okay, well, well, hey, as long as, long as you know, look, I'm, everybody know who knows me knows I will not spend my last in the club. I might not even spend my first in the club. So, uh, <laughs> go, on, sure. uh, go ahead, Arda. I know you want to jump in. Go ahead. I, I didn't want to cut you off. No, man, I was I was saying, uh, tell us a little bit about the first season of uh, Late Night at the Studio with Logan, and then tell us, uh, one, when, the, number two, when the, the next season is dropping and what we can expect, man, because I've got to see it. I, I don't, I didn't get to send Jay the link, and that's my fault, uh, but uh, I've seen it, I've shared it with people, it is absolutely hilarious, but I know I need, I I want you to give some people an idea of what they're going to see checking it out. So with the uh, first season of uh, Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins, the main thing that we really were focusing on was really just the 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 people of Delaware. That was just really just the underlying story. I, you know, we have so many people that came on the show, uh, singers. Um, we had actors. We had educators. We had entrepreneurs. We had comedians come on the show and talk about the stuff that they do. And um, we really just wanted to focus in on that and making sure that they were their their talent was shown. Um, and we also just had fun, man. I, if anybody knows me, knows I like to smoke cigars and I like to drink dark liquor. And that's what we did on my show. <laughs> you know, we're having um, conversations about any and everything, you know, so whether it was about relationships, whether it was about, you know, whatever talent that they had, whatever it was about sex, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever it was. And that, and that's basically what we talked about um, throughout the show. So it, man, we, we had a ball that first season. Um, 
you know, I, I, I like that grown and sexy kind of vibe, you know, so we, we, we brought out the blazers and we brought out, um, you know, all the, all the things that makes us feel good. And, um, you know, we just had a, had ourselves a good time. But with season two, um, because one thing about season one, and if anybody knows me, uh, season one, it, it, it wasn't a lot of me in it. Um, it wasn't a lot of I, – because I didn't want to take away from the talent, because, and, I, and I didn't want to take away from our guests. Um, this season, I'm going to put a little bit more of me put a whole lot more of me in it. Um and and I'm I'm not only am I going to be able to showcase the talent of Delaware, I'm gonna showcase my talent. So, you know, y'all 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 said it, man, y'all are, just make sure y'all ready. That's all I got to say about that. Just make sure y'all ready. Man, when when uh, when does the second season when does the second season drop, Logan? So it's gonna drop summer two thousand nineteen. Summer two thousand nineteen. We actually uh began filming uh, this month, actually, uh, month of March, um, which is now my birthday month. So just in case y'all didn't know, March 27th, you know, my birthday. So make sure, now that y'all know, world, I'm expecting gifts. But uh, <laughs> he also, speaking of March 27th, we're creating a poll. We created a poll, uh, me and um, uh, uh, the team of the Late Night Studio. We created a poll because I want the, I want the viewers to be more engaged. And a lot of people had suggestions and, you know, they want me to do well. And some people, you know, just wanted to talk and I heard them talk. So, you know, we created a poll because we made, uh, there, there was uh, people, they were like, well, you know, what about this name? What about that name? So I let the public decide, you know, so create a poll about if we should change the name of the show or not, Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins or The Logan Jenkins Show. Now, I took a quick uh, peek at the poll, and Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins is killing it. So the name nine times out of ten is going to stay the same. But, uh, yeah, that's one thing that, that we just we're, – we're getting the fans uh, more involved in the show. You know, we're getting their input. You know, so if you wanted to contact me, uh, you can do so on Facebook, Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins has his own like page. Um, you can contact me on Twitter. Late Night at the Studio has his own Twitter page, you know, and there's going to be polls and, you know, hashtag of the week, and we're having follower of the week. Um, so, it, you know, at random, you know, we're going to select the, the the follower of the week, and that follower is going to get a shout-out on my show. You know, they're going to have their own time for me to get a shout-out, uh, for them to get a shout-out from me on the show directly, from the horse's mouth. So it's going to be good, man. And, and I, I present to all the businesses, you know, if y'all got businesses out there that need to get some advertising time, come on the show. You know, so we did that last year. We'll get continuing it this year. It's all about spreading love, I man. Think about I, I can think of a couple businesses right off the top of my head that need some advertising and uh I'm sure they would, would would be would love the opportunity to uh, to advertise. But let's talk about let's talk about your show. Let's talk more about your show. Let's talk about uh, your your format. Because you said you act before. You got you have some some characters that you do. Um, now is, is this a live show? Is this pre-recorded? Is it is it um, is it Jay Leno yeah, style, like Arsenio Hall style? You know, desk and chair. Or how, how break break the show down for? Me. Absolutely. So here, here, here's what I want you to do. If you can, if you can come with me on this journey, I want you to picture uh, Jay Leno style uh, with the urbanness of, 
you know, Arsenio Hall with the grown and sexy vibe of a late night show, you know, uh, that you will hear on the radio with the comedic timing of a Kevin Hart or a Mike Epps or a Richard Pryor or whoever you want to throw in there, whoever you're, insert your favorite comic, (laughs) you know, and blend it all into one. Uh, We have skits um, that I'm going to star in along with a couple other people who um, are affiliated with with, with the Late Night at the Studio uh, show. Um, We're going to have uh, musical guests, musical talent. So, like I said, man, people, if they want to come out, what I want this show to be and what this show will be, rather, is this is going to be your one-stop shop. So if you want to get some knowledge – Come to Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins. If you want to get get your laugh on, come to Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins. If you just want to hear something positive, come to Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins. If you want to know what's going on in the world, come to Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins. If you want to see a fly, fly black man in a suit, come to Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins. So uh, we, we're, we're, we're doing it all, man, because – one thing that I used to do in my classroom back when I taught at William Penn, uh, we would have different weeks. And the different weeks, it was a different topic, you know, because my class was all about life after high school. So if you want to learn about the military, we have a military week. Well, we're going to do the same thing on my show. So in April, um, getting it recorded and everything, <laughs> I got hooked up with the Army. They're putting me on a helicopter, and we're going to talk about all the good things that the army has to offer, but we just going to do it in the helicopter. So we got we we got big things going on, man. Oh, can't hear you, man. I appreciate it. We're looking forward to season two. Uh, I just want to switch gears a little bit because I have been telling the people about Ride or Die. Uh, you know, I've been teasing a little bit about. My character, uh, the people know that I am involved in this production, uh, mm-hmm. so they are looking forward to it. So I said I definitely wanted to get you on and talk a bit about Ride or Die. Uh, I, I was telling the people that it was going to be a web series, but I know recently the format just switched up a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. so now it's converted to, instead of a series, it's going to be a short film. So tell, tell us yeah. a little bit about Ride or Die. So, Ride or Die is going to be the first short film in the history of ever that every character is the main character. Um, Every character is so important, Um, even down to, you know, the the person where we say, oh, man, we only seen him, you know, 10 minutes. Well, his 10-minute, you know, appearance lasts all throughout that, that short film. So, uh, it's 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 centered around a group of people and how their lives interchange. Banks, um, who is your inner city kingpin, um, you know he, he dibbles and dabbles in the drugs and does all that you know all that stuff that you think a thug would. But we're actually looking at the business side of hustling. We're looking at the business side of drug dealing. We ain't you know we're not worried about just a little you know the little the guy on the corner just selling his little nickel bags of weed. No, we're, we're, we're past that. Um, and Banks is, he's, he's, he's a character that I play. He's, he's very charming. Banks is very cunning. You know, he can, he can shoot a smile in your face and all the while you don't even know that he's setting you up. 
Um, and Banks gets involved with a with a young man named Amir. And Amir, he you know he he's a inner city, inner city guy. You know he's he he's not the he ain't he ain't no thug, but he has his dream of being a boxer. And you know it's him and his mom. And mom is down on her luck, so he's trying to make a way for mom. All the while, he gets involved with Banks, and Banks has a right hand man uh, by the name of Q. And Q is played by none other than R. Dot, <laughs> you know, and 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 it's really just about, you know, how do you, how do you, uh, uh, you and your friends rather, how do you ride or die? It's, it's really, uh, it's really a question. Are you willing to ride or die for this person? What would you ride or die for? Who would you ride or die for? Just, just you know. So it, it's it's. It's probably one of the best things that I've ever had the pleasure of writing. <laughs> um, you know, it, everything comes with this, with this, with this, with this peaks. Everything comes with its valleys, and and it's really, it's really fun. I actually can't wait for it to come out. Um, I got a whole lot of support to to really get this done. So this is pretty cool, man. It's been pretty cool. Man, so I've I've gotten to see a lot of the behind the scenes with the process of ride or die. I know a lot of people haven't seen that, but how did you come up with this concept? How did you come up with exactly what ride or die was? Um, actually, it started with um, Loren Loren Johnson, uh, the um, owner, operator, and CEO of LJ Studios. Um, and she and I work hand in hand with a lot of stuff. And um, she comes up to me one day. She gives me a, she gives me a call. She's like, "Hey, man, I'm thinking, you know, because all my all, all the skits that I do, they're they're, they're funny, you know. Like, hey, I've been thinking you should play a bad guy." And I'm like, "Really? I love the bad guy, <laughs> you know." So uh, she she kind of put the battery in my back, and she's like, "Hey, you know, I'm 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 thinking of." Uh, Suge Knight. I don't. I don't know why I've been thinking about him, but I've been thinking about Suge Knight. But you should play the bad guy. So just using kind of that, you know, that 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 input that she gave, and kind of just using her thought process a little bit, turned it into a script. Um, and I, you know, I can't even take full credit because she she and I she and I would have to share that, <laughs> you know, the creation of it of Ride or Die, um, Loren Johnson, because her mind is, and she's the director. So she gets, you know, she, she looks at certain things a, a certain kind of way and say, okay, well, you know what, this lighting would be perfect. And okay, we need to use this camera instead of that camera, all stuff. I don't, you know, I'll be honest. I don't know anything about camera work, you know? So, um, she, she gets a lot of that glory, but yeah, we, you know, we sat down and created it and, I wrote it out, um, and, and and that was just about it, man. It, it, it really, when you're that passionate about about certain things and and you're you're driven to get things done, that's exactly what happens. It gets done. So, you know, we 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 turned that into a masterpiece. I would call it. And because we, you know, Delaware is small, but we're powerful, and the buzz got out about ride or die. And more people were like, okay, well, you know, I would love to see the web series. And then when the concept got out and they kind of figured, you know, they kind of knew a little bit where it was going, a web series was just too short. And people wanted more. 
and we would send out little trailers and stuff like that, and people wanted more. And so we got a little hookup with Amazon. So, you know, we're weighing our options, whether we want to put it on Amazon Prime or put it out for Facebook or on YouTube or however we're going to distribute it. But, yeah, it's um, – it's 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 working wonders, man, and 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 you know it makes me smile every time that I think about it because it really just started, you know, that 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 mustard seed concept, just a small idea, and and we, and we dealing with a giant now. Man, I'm so glad that you validated the things that I've been saying to the people, and I I, I don't know if you had heard a few of the last episodes, but I was telling everybody that I was the star of the series. So I'm glad that you got to do that. All of the characters have a, have a leading role. Your character, I'll be honest with you, man, your character is so important because with the cute character, you know, everybody knows that somebody that that is, is they always together. You know what I mean? You can't think about kid without play. You know, you right. can't think about run without DMC. You can't think about, you know, sometimes is is at this point now you can't think about Chris Tucker without Jackie Chan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you always got that 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 right hand man. But what if your right hand man cross you? What if your right, right hand man really wants your spot? You know, is is that something? And 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 I don't care who you are. Everybody got a best friend. Everybody got a best friend. You know, and Q and Banks are best friends. But would, Man, would I don't, you? Really I don't want t- you to. I don't want you to give away too much about it because we didn't get into well, the yeah. plot. I, I want people wanting <laughs> the rest of this because they're gonna find out when they see it what's going on. I don't even want them to know about the relationship between Banks and Q yet. I want oh, them. To, I, I can't wait for everybody to see this, and I know. Uh, how can everybody oh, again? I want you to lead in and, and let everybody know how that they can check you out. Okay, so if you want to get to me directly um, about the talk show, late night at the studio with Logan Jenkins. Uh, we we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, soon to be on Instagram. Um, I'm not the social media guy, so you know I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying I, once I learn how to operate it properly. <laughs> you know, but uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, um, Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins. If you want to reach me directly, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you type in Logan Jenkins, I'm there. Um, yeah, that's 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 basically how we do it, man. That's basically how we do it. I'll be honest with you, that's you know that's the that's the best way to get to get in contact with me for for anything. We're talking to Mr. Logan Jenkins, uh, writer, writer, director, writer. Can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking to Mr. Logan Jenkins, writer, director, producer. I'm going to just put all the titles out there. I don't have all the titles in front of me, so I'm going to just put a whole bunch out there. <laughs> uh, writer, director, producer, uh, EP, sound man, um, intern, and everything. Um, <laughs> Ride or Die web series. Oh, excuse me, short. It's just short now. So, yeah, so that's what I wanted to ask you about. But let me give out the number real quick. 215-383-3992 is the number to call. And um, you can you can talk to us, talk to – actually, call and talk to, to, to Logan. Don't call and talk to us. Nobody really calls to talk to us anyway. Oh, man. That's another story. I'm, but anyway. I'm um, calling to talk to y'all. 
Yeah, you're calling the chocolate. You're a guest. You're, you're privileged. But, but, uh, so, how does it happen that this goes from a web series to a short? Like, how? What is the decision-making process behind that? Why did that happen? And um, is, is it possible to go back to a series? Because when I think about web series and uh, on, on the internet, right, there was there's one series that comes to mind that was out a few years ago that kind of took social media by storm. And it was called, mm-hmm. I believe it was called Money and Power or something like that. Uh, it was, it was uh, created by some, some guys. I forgot the team's name, but they were out of New York. And mm-hmm. what they what they did could have been, you know, summed up in like a movie, but they just kept putting, putting it out in episodes, in, in episodes. So my question is, is it possible for it to go back to uh, a series and to ex- maybe extend production on it? Or is it, are you going to keep it at a short film and maybe work on something, something different? Uh, I think as it stands right now, man, it, it's going to turn it, – it'll, it'll stay at a short film, and I'll tell you why. So the, the way I look at it, Ride or Die started out – like a studio apartment, you know what I mean. You know, you think think of yourself as you know this a single guy, right? You you think about living. Uh, I'm I'm good with a studio, right? Get it out there, man. You know, it's just for me. You know, it's just for me to play around with. If I want to do something with it, I can. And that's kind of you know kind of how we started with Ride or Die. And then life changes a little bit. Maybe you get a little girlfriend. Okay, the studio apartment ain't going to do So I need something bigger and better, right? Because there's more people, uh, uh, there's another person, rather, depending on you, depending on it. And we got to look at other people's comfort. And we got a bigger story to tell. You know, we got, and, and, and there's more to add. Okay, we can put a couch here. We can put a picture there. Okay, well, you know what, I like these drapes. And, and, and the story just got so big. And with Ride or Die, it got so big and it, and it got so complex. Truthfully, a, a web series, it, it wouldn't do it justice. It, it wouldn't do Ride or Die justice because there's so many moving parts to the story that just to throw it on YouTube for a quick minute or two, an episode or whatever, it wouldn't do the story justice. You know, and we got a talented cast. And that's that's another part, man. Like, you know, and, and not even bigging him up because he's here, but you know, your co-host being one of them. You know what I mean? Who's committed? Who's there? Who knows his lines? Who 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 has the talent to showcase? Why would I want to just put him in a quick episode for all of two, three minutes, five minutes, or whatever, and and say, okay, yeah, that's the story, and be done with it. Nah, man, because there's so much more that Arda has to offer. There's so much more that the Q character has to offer. And there's a different dynamic just between the two of them alone. And there's a different dynamic between Amir and the Killer Cam character. And there's a reason why, you know, Banks' girl has to die. And there's a reason why, you know, so, you know, a web series just wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it any justice. Two one five three eight three three nine nine two is the number to call. We're talking with Logan Jenkins, writer, director, uh, intern, producer, executive, <laughs> <talent> <laughs> engineer, uh, uh, 
score writer. He's doing it all. <laughs> he plays all the characters, too. He's just giving them all different names. But he plays all the characters. So, yeah, pretty um, much, man. Pretty much. <laughs> when putting this together, um, how did you put the cast together? Did, did you did you have a casting call? Do you just have a, a, a group of talented people that you're already associated with and put this together? And uh, how can a brother like me audition? That's that's what I want. That's why. Really <laughs> so, so I, so, so I tell you what. I, I'll address your second question first, and I answer your question with a question. Could your level of commitment match mine? Because if that answer is yes, then come on board. Absolutely. You know, but you know, if it, if you, you even know, though I don't you, even you know, know you. even though I don't. Even though I don't know you, I'm, 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 yeah, absolutely. Just, hey, man, and, and because the thing I'm a about married it man. Is, is there anything more than a, than a married commitment from a married? Oh. Man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hey, hey, see, look, and that's a whole another, that's a whole another different level of commitment right there. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm ready for that one. <laughs> but uh, so but I, yeah, I have man, we projects, you know, that I, I I commit to. I put my all in everything. But go ahead, go ahead, answer your question. I don't want to too. Well. Well, yeah, because I, I was going to say, man, because if if you know that, that's that's really what it is, man. It's we got a bunch of like-minded individuals. Just so happened that the stars aligned that we were in the same room or in the same quarter somehow. Um, and there's no need to. It, it wasn't. It wasn't even. You know, I say this with my girl often, man. Like relationships don't have to be hard. You know what I mean? Like they don't have to be hard. We, ain't, you know, and. You have a relationship with anybody. You have a relationship with your coworker. You have relationships, you know, with with teachers, with, you know, not intimate relationships, but just, you know, you guys share a liking of some sort. It don't have to be hard. And with Ride or Die, truthfully, it wasn't hard. You know, it was, you know, we, we surround ourselves with people who we have the same commitment. We have the same passion. We have the same interests. Uh, we have the same outlook on wanting to make this thing successful. And we made it successful. <laughs> you know, it, it it didn't have to be hard. Um we didn't hold a casting call, you know, to be honest with you. Um there were certain Loren and I, there were certain people we knew we wanted to have involved because we worked with them in the past. And um Loren actually didn't even I didn't even know Ryan at the time. Uh or sorry, I didn't even know all that at the time and um she actually was like, hey, you know, I know, I know, I know this guy. We, we did a short film uh, uh, or we did a short call to stop, and he wrote it, and he this, and he that, and, and, I, and I work in education. And she has said this one thing, and when she said it, it, it made total sense to me. Because I work in education during the school year, I'm really busy. But in the summer, I'm as free as a bird. You, you, you got me. And she goes, Logan, he's just like you when you're here in the summer. I said, all right, well, shit, if, 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 if that's up, that summed it up for me, you know, so she, she understood that, you know, we, we were like-minded and we, you know, once we commit to something, we commit, we don't, we don't half-ass anything, you know, so it, it, it was easy. So, Man, it's been it's been a, a heck of a ride, uh, and we are just getting started. I have seen uh, just glimpses of greatness with the cast, with the crew, uh, with everything that we're doing right now with Ride or Die. 
uh, seeing a little bit of the stuff that's coming behind the scenes with Late Night at the studio with Logan Jenkins. It's going to be an amazing second season. Uh, if you have not seen the first season, definitely get on Facebook, check out Late Night at the studio with Logan Jenkins. Like the page, follow on Facebook, make sure you check it out. Uh, and I definitely want to thank you for uh, coming on here and giving us some time today. Logan, we are going to uh, hop into some other subjects that I definitely want to uh, keep you on if you have time with us. Can I stop you real quick, Arda? I just want to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to... Okay, it sounds like somebody just fell down the mountain. But, um, I just want to say one quick thing to <laughs> Logan that I, I appreciate the answer that he gave me. Okay, about about how you know I said how can a brother audition? I appreciate the answer that he gave me. I'm gonna put this out there. If you follow me on Facebook, uh, you'll 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 recognize what I'm about to say. Um, when I said to Logan, you know, you know, how can a brother audition? He said to me, "What kind of commitment can you do? All right, what is your level of commitment?" And uh, you know, people that know me know that I will commit to projects that I want. Okay. Um, that being said, on Facebook, I think it was this earlier this week on Facebook, I I I posted. I said, don't ask to be on my show or on my station if you're not bringing me. I said, if you ask me, you know, when am I going to have you on, or what, you know, when can you be on? I'm going to say to you, well, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to bring to the station? And I just wanted to let you know, brother, that I appreciate that answer that you gave me because that was, you know, that hit me. That hit me right there in the home because I do believe that when someone has a project that they that they are committed to, and people tend to you know gravitate toward these projects and want to be a part of, they should be able to bring something to the project. And I just wanted to let you Absolutely. appreciate that answer that you gave me because um, nothing nothing less nothing less than what you said should have been said, and I appreciate that. All right, that I'm 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 I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, look, hey, I I I know y'all about to hop into y'all topics. Um, I'm 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 out and about with the first lady right now. Um, she we we looking for apartments and stuff. So, um, let me go ahead and get back to get back to that. But uh, but yeah, man, you know, I I definitely appreciate I definitely appreciate being on the show. And 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 let me say this now while we're on the show. We will work together soon, you know. So, you know, uh, intelligent ignorance, you know, uh, is is has been an absolute pleasure, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Please, 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 like, share, subscribe, uh, do everything you can for every page of Late Night at the Studio with Logan Jenkins. Um, comment on videos that you do like. Um, you know, uh, tell your friends, tell your mama friends, tell your mama's friends. Um, Tell your daddy friends. Uh, just everything you can, man, because the support is real, and it, and it takes us a long way, man. So I appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we definitely appreciate you, Logan, and uh, everybody make sure y'all check out Ride or Die. When does that drop? When does Ride or Die drop? Say it again. So we we got the show for Late Night at the Studio. That's going to drop summer 19. We don't have a release date yet for Ride or Die. We don't have a release date yet because we're, we're still trying to iron out some kinks. Um Nothing major, but you know, certain stuff just takes time, you know. So, and 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 much like a baby, 
you know, we we taking our time with this. We're making sure that we nurture this properly. We 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 groom it the way it needs to, so we can grow and be as best as it can. So, you know, we not just yet. What I can let you know is soon and very soon, you are going to see ride or die. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Mr. Logan Jenkins, writer, actor. Uh, the, the sound man, the, the solo, the solo singer, the score writer, the intern. He does it all. The intern, the, the planner, the 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 the, the writer, the carpenter. Right. The... Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We we appreciate you, and we definitely will have you on again, and especially in the summertime when you can commit to everything. So we we uh, absolutely we have you on. Appreciate absolutely, you. Appreciate peace and love, y'all. All right, take care. That was Mr. Appreciate Logan you, Logan. Jenkins, um, the everything, the all-star, the all-star player of the production. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to thank Logan for being on, and we'll be def- we'll definitely be talking to him again shortly. Um, we want to get into some of the topics today, and of course, you can call us up, 215-383-3992 is the number to call to get into our discussions today, and um, to, you know, join us on the topics, but... Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, let, let's talk about Pam Northam. What you what you think about that? Pam Northam first. You like that? Yeah, man. Let's get into this. All right, let's do that. Pam Northam brings more controversy to the Northam family by bringing cotton to black students during a tour of the governor's mansion and telling them, "Imagine being slaves." All right. Um, I have my feelings on this. Okay, and they may. Some of them may surprise you, the listening audience to Intelligent Idiots. But I'm going to let Ardot go first. And I'm, I'm going to let him, you know, say what he's got to say about this. And then, and then I'll go and I'll see who is, uh, you know, who, who's going to be mad at me after I say what I got to say. Go ahead, Ardot. I'm picking up what you're <laughs> you Well, I know people are a little upset, especially Virginia people. So a few of my friends and natives of Virginia have contacted me about the controversy. Uh, just kind of like we talked about before uh, with Ralph Northam, the controversy was going to be a hot topic for a minute. There was going to be something else that came into the public eye, and it sort of blew over. We didn't hear much about it for about another week and a half, two weeks. And then his wife, inadvertently or inadvertently, put the governor's mansion back into the spotlight by actually bringing, there were a group of students touring the governor's mansion. Uh, Mrs. Northam, the first lady of Virginia, uh, handed cotton to to a few black students and told them to imagine being a slave. Now, I'm, I will even give her the benefit of the doubt in saying that that may not have been the intent. But appearance is the only thing that we can go off of. So you know the setting of Virginia. You know the backstory. You understand that in Virginia, this was slave economy. I'm not even going to call it labor. It wasn't labor. The economy was built off of slavery because in Virginia, the staples of 
slavery and the economic foundation of the United States were tobacco and cotton, uh, which obviously are two biggest imports still today. <clears throat> so shame on Pam Northam for not knowing her history, uh, whether she understood it or not. Uh, the timing was ill, especially being Black History Month. Uh, so I just think it, it's definitely time to get that family out of the governor's mansion. Uh, it's time to move on to a society where people are more racially sensitive, uh, where people are more understanding, where people are tolerant, and they actually understand what the ramifications of their actions are. Because I, I really feel like, based on what has been said by Mr. and Mrs. Northam, uh, that they really don't understand what type of impact their actions have. And especially in a leadership role, you need to understand exactly how your actions impact everybody else, uh, especially the people that you've been elected to serve. When we know that the state of Virginia has been a Democrat, uh, excuse me, a Republican entity for a very long time, uh, now it moved and it shifted towards democratic balance. And this is what we get. It, it almost seemed like it, it didn't matter which devil we had, there was going to be a devil there. Man, I could talk about this. I could talk about this for, forever, Jay. I'm going to let you hop in on it, give you your five cents, because I know you got more than two cents on it. Yeah, I got a little bit more than two cents on it, I guess. And, I, I you know, I, when, when seeing stories of any kind, I really try to put myself in many different situations surrounding this. So, of course, we have, well, first, let me say 215-383-3992 is the number to call to join into the conversation. If you want to join into the conversation, once you call, press the number one button, and we will bring you on through. Um, when I first heard this, when I first saw the headline of the story, I said, oh, my God, you can't be serious. You're going to give, I'm reminded of, I don't know if anybody saw this, it went around on social media, maybe a two or three years ago, um, of a kid talking about, now he, I think he lives somewhere down south, um, but it was a kid talking about a field trip he went on, and they had the kids picking cotton on the, on the field trip. They took him to a cotton plantation, kids picking cotton, and then, and then at the end of the trip, all the cotton that they picked, they had to give back, right? So, but, you know, and he got caught basically because he kept the cotton in his pocket, because, you know, he said, I'm not going to die here doing this work, and y'all just going to take it back from me, right? So his mother saw the cotton and said what's on his mother. Went, oh, right. you know, okay, classic. Anyway, so this immediately reminded me of that story. Now, I'm on record in conversations and, in, uh, and on this show as saying that in our society right now, we are – what do I usually say? We are, when it comes to racial issues, especially racial issues of of before we were born, and I'm talking about like the civil rights movement, I'm talking about slavery, I'm talking about a lot of different things. We are somewhat, somewhat numb, and, and this is what I mean by that. When I remember being in school and watching videos of the civil rights movement, African marching. And I remember it being either in black and white or like Technicolor. Okay, 
people, a lot of people don't know what Technicolor is. Black and white or is it Technicolor? Either way, it looked extremely old compared to what I was used to, you know, at the time. So now, even more, so now even more, you have the HD, you know, super video that you have now. And then you have, you know, you have those same films in Technicolor or black and white, and it just seems old and, and unreal. Okay, so um, so what we have, so what we have is um, a, a situation where you have a woman who is in a place, basically a place of power, right? That is giving these kids what they're giving. She gave these kids what she gave the kids, and there is, and I'm not making an excuse for her. What I'm saying is she should have known better. But maybe, like, at the time, I don't know how old these kids were. Didn't, in the article I read, it didn't say how old the kids were. But what I'm saying is, you know, the, the kids probably should have picked up on it if they were older kids. If they were younger kids, maybe not. But I can remember watching civil rights videos when I was younger. But anyway, so let me, let me go even further. She gave them cotton. Strike one, right? Just the black kids. Now, now from the from the from the article it was like it seemed like it was she gave black kids cotton. I don't know if this class was multicultural or not. I don't know if it was all black kids or, or what it was, but she, the article says she gave black kids cotton and directed their attention to a kitchen that was on either in the mansion or part of the tour and told them to imagine being slaves. Now. I'm going to ask you, R. Dot, and, and the listening audience, when you see these, sto- not stories, but when you see like the movies, like of a 12 Years a Slave, a Roots, um, a Nat Turner, you know, movies like that, do you imagine, do you put yourself in that situation to try to get a feel of how awful it is, or you just watch for the entertainment box? Because I think, and, you know, I'm always the, the optimistic type to a fault. She has, she definitely was insensitive, right? But if, if, if I were a teacher and I said to my students, imagine being slaves, or if I took my, if I took my students' classrooms and I separated the white kids from the black kids, and, and, I, and, and I gave maybe, you know, the white kids, the best textbooks where I gave the black kids maybe sheets of paper that they needed to figure stuff out in. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to give them an idea of, of I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm trying to put them in the mindset of this is what things were like then, right? Um, because right now it's very hard to imagine for a young kid and even anyone who didn't go through these things, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to put themselves in that situation. So, I mean, you have people all the time that say, I couldn't have been no slave. Ain't no way I'd have been a slave. I'd have, you know, I'd have been out of there. No, you wouldn't. Because, of, because that just wasn't the easy thing to do. You say it like it was that easy. Like Kanye said, you know, it was a choice. No, it wasn't a choice. Okay? You know, it's not like Harriet Tubman was able to hit every plantation to get people out of there. Okay? But what I'm saying is, yes, she she was she was wrong for what she did. But how do we, as I guess adults, get our kids to 
imagine or get our kids to, to have an idea of what things were like in those times to understand how bad it was. Because at this moment, I can see in the next 50 years, there, the, 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 the slavery um, and, and civil rights education is not going to be as harsh as it was 20 years ago. They're going to make it seem like it, it was happy-go-lucky. It wasn't that bad. It's like uh, black folks had their own water fountain, their own bathrooms, and white folks had their own uh, bathrooms and water fountains, and everything was equal when it wasn't. Okay, so how do we, how do we how do we put the kids in in that mindset? All right, I I, I don't want to keep on going, but I, I hope what I'm trying to say comes across because I know a lot of people are like, what the hell is he talking about? But I I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the group of teach kids by putting by 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 getting into their minds, and I don't mean brainwashing, but allowing them to live the experience in a sense. Like, no, I don't want to make kids slaves. No, I don't want to do that. But I want them to, it's easier to learn something when you're going through it than when you're just being told about it. Okay? <laughs> so um, I'm laughing because our doc over messing with me. But um all right, Doc, I'm going to go ahead and give you the floor because I can't even concentrate now when you put that uh, picture on. Go ahead. <laughs> Man, so I, I don't even – I don't want to give this one too much more time. I know we're under 10 minutes left in the show. Uh, I don't want to give this one a lot of time because I know we could we could go on with this topic for a, a whole other show itself. And actually, we might want to – I think we may branch off into a separate episode of this just about racial insensitivity uh, because – I do believe, even after hearing Kanye's comments uh, and saying that slavery was a choice, I will I will disagree with your assessment of saying it's not. And I could offer some opinions why, but I think we're going to save that for a whole nother show because I agree with his comment, just not in the context that he said it. Um, and I, I know I took a lot of heat when it first came out because I said, oh, I agree. I said, I, I don't agree with what he said and how he said it. But I agree with the fact that slavery was a choice because there were some people who took the other option. Uh, the, the choices weren't good choices, and I'll put it that way. It wasn't like, hey, the choice is, hey, you can be a slave or you can be a free man. It was you can be a slave or you can die. And there were a lot of people who took those options to still fight back, and they paid with their lives. So that was a conscious choice that they made. In understanding what was going to come about from it, but I, that's one that I want to get to a whole nother show onto. Uh, but I, I want us with the last five minutes of the show, I want us to get into the whole Joel and B conversation because that was uh, something that popped up too. Yeah, two one five three eight three three nine nine two. We got less than five minutes in the show. I do want to talk about Joel and B, and I will post these pictures that I that I took. Um, I took these pictures actually earlier this week. Um, Joel and B uh, is seen involved with a, a, a young woman. I don't know her name off the top of my head, but she is not a black woman. Okay, she looks to she she actually I believe she's a foreign woman, but I don't know exactly where she's from. Anyway, she doesn't look black. She's not black. Okay, just put it just you know use your use your imagination. Um, <laughs> Joel and B posted two a couple pictures or at least one picture of him and her hugged up. Um, and the comment section got a little fired up, okay? 
It wasn't like it's all actually the picture. My think about it, the picture, I believe, was from Valentine's Day, but um, it, it just actually came back up in my feed. Now, um, the comments were stuff like, "Well, she's only with you because you, you play basketball. Or why? Why can't these guys ever get a, a black and a from black women?" And um, you know, you, a lot of times you see, and and I would I would love to have a black woman on, but we don't have a lot of time to bring anybody else on. A lot of times you see black women getting mad at black men for dating outside of the race. You will see that. Um, I can understand some of the, the anger, okay, because – but then again, at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I can see if you were picked over personally for someone of another race and, and you have personal feelings towards a situation. Um, and, and I can understand why women of color would want – a man of color to be with a woman of color. I, can, I understand all of that. But why is there so much hatred towards a man that decides to, to date outside his race? I mean, we don't know what that man might have been through and that woman might have gotten him through, right? We, we don't know. We don't know what the man's experience has been. We don't know if the man is even attracted to black women, okay? We don't know. And hey, we don't know what that woman might have did to him, <laughs> okay, to, to, to attract. But I just, I, I, I feel bad for the young brother. Maybe I feel bad because he's a sixer. It's probably the most, that's probably what they, I probably feel bad because he's a sixer and that's my squad. But I just felt bad for the young brother, you know, that he was catching this flack for posting a, a picture of him and the woman that he's involved with that he obviously cares about, that I've seen him kiss at a basketball game, sixer. Um, and, you know, I, I just felt bad for the brother. I, I couldn't imagine if someone was, was criticizing myself and my wife for, for our love. But, Arda, I'm going to let you have the floor. We got under two minutes left in the show. Man, I just, you know, I think we're at a point in society where I don't think we can criticize people for the choices that they make personally if it doesn't impact you. Uh, so it's just a little confusing that there's, like you said, there's not there's people that are not involved in this situation that have their feelings about it, uh, and if it doesn't impact you, let it fly. I think that that was uh, <laughs> that was part of the conversation that we had with uh, a caller about two episodes ago, uh, which he stated that you know the the impacts of uh, Ralph Northam's actions didn't impact us because we weren't in Virginia. Uh, <clears throat> now he didn't really get to understand the context of that, but you know what? That it is what it is. I, I think we're, since we're running out of show, definitely want to wrap out and tell everybody: if you are in the area, meet me today between four and seven at Sisters. Uh, they are opening their restaurant today between four and seven p.m. today, located at five twenty-five Welsh Street in Chester. Uh, zip there is 19013 I will be there live on location uh, At Sisters Grand Opening 4pm to 7pm So come check it out Again that address is 525 Welsh Street In Chester Come hang with us It's going to be some good music Some good food uh, Ribbon cutting ceremony And the opening of Sister to Sister Restaurant Come check it out Definitely check them out there. We're under 10 seconds. Look, I want to thank Logan uh, uh, Logan Jenkins for being with us, and we'll check y'all next week right here on Intelligent Ignorance and New Twist Radio. Peace out, y'all.